Music makes me lose control. Welcome to Lucidity. Today we're talking about music and our lives and, you know, what kind of music we like, what instruments and talents we have, and why we appreciate music and a lot more. There's no structure to this episode. I don't have any point that I'm trying to drive home. I'm just going to say a lot of random facts about music. Levi, That's all we need. Question. Question. What kind of music do you like? Uh, I like alternative. Like, I like all kinds, if it sounds good, you know, like, besides country for the most part. But like, well, do you not like any alternative? Country? Honestly, you don't, like, you don't like any country. I, I I have a few country songs. I have like that's weird. I don't to know. Me. Like the <laughs> iconic ones. It's weird to me that you can only like a few a few country right. songs. Like like if you're just ha- feeling the mood to be like what they have good harmonies Southern. in country. Like they tend to have good. And that's what I like. But I can't stand the just like awfulness of it. I guess. Or okay, well that's just Levi's opinion. So let's not offend people here. But Anyways, I'm also an alternative guy. We're just two alternative guys. Two alternative guys. Uh, the title of this episode comes from a Maya Angelou quote. Brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> no, 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 no. Every podcast We're, ever. Yeah, ever. Wait, wait, why don't we need to get them as our sponsor? Why have yeah. we done that? Oh, that's right, because we're not we're not popular. We have like a, two people who listen to it, right. including... Us. You and me. <laughs> right. So, so that's it. <laughs> uh, Maya Angelou, quote, Everything in the universe has rhythm. Everything dances. Hence the title of this episode, Everything Dances. I like that quote a lot. Everything in the universe has a rhythm. Everything dances. It shows the universality of music and its role in our lives mm-hmm. and how freaking awesome it is. I can't live without music. It's so great. It's so great. We're both pretty musical guys we both play guitar we're both two music drummers i wouldn't call you like a traditional drummer but you can definitely drum hey man Uh, i I played snare drum for two years in middle school i think i know what i'm doing (laughs) leave i can leave i can sing well we can both write really good raps (laughs) i can do parody songs like nobody's business on the spot where you give me any song any in the future levi will be famous for writing parody songs any any topic for any song. I can parody it in a second. See, music's important not only to us, but all throughout history. In fact, the history of music is as old as humanity itself. Hit me with a fact about that, Levi. About music? Yeah, just, I mean, you know. okay. Archaeologists have found primitive <laughs> flutes made of bone and ivory dating back as far as 43,000 years, and I didn't even read that off a script. Wow, that's crazy that you just knew yeah, that off the top of I your just, head. I know stuff. Primitive flutes, kind of a weird term, but they found flutes that are 43,000 years old, which is weird. I didn't know we could figure that out, but they did 43,000 years ago, which, yeah, music's used uh, in all parts of our lives. It's used as a therapy. It can be in part of religion uh, with hymns. It's used professionally, recreationally, while we study, while we work, while we relax. You know, when we're at a party, at funerals, at weddings, when we're eating. (laughs) When we drive, basically any scenario you can think of, sex, whatever. <laughs> I'm immature. All right. Yeah. Music is now an industry worth about $130 billion globally. So wow. pay up streaming services. Artists on Spotify make like 
fractions of a cent for listeners. Yeah, that's why. That's why, like, like Taylor Swift didn't put her music on Spotify, which is kind of annoying to me. But whatever, I'll Mm -hmm. don't want. She should have released it exclusively on Tidal. (laughs) I think all artists should just give away the music for free. (laughs) (laughs) That'll make them keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna continue with these random facts. Do you know what hold music is? Yeah, it's like when you call somebody and then they're like, please hold. And then they're like, yeah, or like elevator music, elevator music, uh, waiting rooms, even restaurants and things like that. Uh, They use this music to distract listeners and it didn't just fall into America's phone lines by accident. It's actually designed specifically to reduce the amount of time that you think you're waiting so that you're less likely to hang up in anger. So other places that involve waiting, such as like a doctor's office, they'll use that same trick. Uh, It's called time shrinkage, and it's the aim of most retail stores. So that's like why you'll rarely enter a mall or supermarket without hearing some kind of music in the background. You know, music like Levi and his annoying sounds here that hey. nobody likes everybody likes that nobody could hear everybody what i was saying because you did that i can you turn the audio down if it's stupid too overwhelming stupid idiot don't worry about it there's a real there's, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a reason a, that horror films scare the crap out of us and it's not just the crappy settings dramatic build-up and sudden reveal of the bad guy right behind you it's the music Movie directors know this and make good use of it when deciding to score a film. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dramatic buildup and subsequent scary reveal is almost always accompanied by really freaky music or somebody screaming his ass off. Or both. Yeah, that was not read off <laughs> script. Oh. Uh, You're welcome, America. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, they use music to build things up more than anything else, more than any plot. You can take something that's not that scary, like the movie The Social Network, and that's about Facebook, a movie about Facebook. Uh, the intro Facebook. to that was the intro that they used was written by Trent Reznor, produced by him, and he is uh, also the lead singer of uh, Nine Inch Nails. Oh. No, <laughs> Nine Inch Nails, and it's a, a phenomenal. He won awards for this uh, score, and he's done other scores like for Gone Girl and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and a few others that I've I been meaning to of. watch. Gone Girl, I hear it's really good. It is really good. But confusing? Uh, Is it? Con- I don't- no, it's it's supposed to be confusing, and then it gets predictable near the end. But anyways, so as you can hear right now playing behind me talking, that is the uh, the score that was used for The Social Network, the face- movie about Facebook, which isn't a scary movie, the but this, this, this score is written by Trent Reznor, who's also the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. He won awards for it, and, and he also did scores for other movies. Uh, this score, though, sets the tone for the rest of the movie and makes it way more intense and almost like scary like on the edge of your seat kind of feeling compared to what you're hearing right now this is what they were going to use uh originally for the movie which is a lot goofier and just kind of almost changes the entire tone (laughs) yeah basically it it makes it less of an intense movie and something serious and more of a oh this is just like you know an interesting movie about facebook so just want to show you the power of music one more point before we go I want to talk about some research that shows people who have studied music actually have brains wired differently than non-musicians. Uh, this rewiring makes them better able to express emotions that they're feeling, which I know a lot of people are going to be like, that's a bunch of bull crap. But then you tell me why John Mayer 
gets all the ladies because he's not a really nice guy and he's not that good looking. <laughs> Have you met him? But he's he can read emotions and express them like no other. I haven't met him, but he also cheated on Jen Aniston. So. Oh, how do you cheat on her? Right? Rachel. Oh. Anyways. Uh, and he broke Taylor Swift's heart. But anyways. Yeah, the emotion so of music. <laughs> <laughs> the the emotion of music translates to, to knowing like when your boss is secretly mad or when your mom's secretly disappointed. It's an interesting interesting thing that researchers have recently. A lot of experience with your mom being disappointed, Ryan. Yeah, pretty much every time I've seen her in person. Mm-hmm. Or talked to her on the phone. Anyways, we're gonna take a quick music break. Play you. Check a out Ryan's mom on the interview <laughs> for episode five, Being Mom, now available on iTunes and Google Play Music. <laughs> It's true. Episode <laughs> five. We're gonna take a quick music break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about more random music facts. There is a show called Lucidity. Lucidity. And it's on every Tuesday. Almost Except everyone. for today, it came out a day late because Levi sucks. Levi sucks. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because Levi, Levi sucks. Trying to get on new and noteworthy. <laughs> We're trying to be number one. Number one. But no one's been writing us any reviews. So this isn't as much fun. Not much fun. Hope you're enjoying this original music break brought to you by Lou City. I hope you guys enjoyed that song. That was a uh, that's an original by us. And if you couldn't tell, <laughs> I know it was kind of like Freddie Mercury had a baby with Steve Perry, and it was just the best. But you know, I've actually had. It wasn't. It actually wasn't. I don't know if anyone talks to you about lucidity, but when people talk to me about it, they I always get compliments on my voice, weirdly, and I hate listening back to I love listening back to our show just to see the quality of it and learn. Are they like, Ryan, your voice is so great, but that Levi kid, can you just turn his <laughs> mic off? Maybe it's it's gross. No, it's people all, want you to people want you to talk more. It's all That's what nasally I and I've actually disgusting. People were actually surprised that your voice sounded that nice. <laughs> really. Wow. With, same thing with me, though. People are like, nice. really? Your voice sounded that good? I think it's just the microphones. Because if you it's heard not, me... Though. It sound, no, it's not, though. No, when I listen to it, it's exactly what you sound like in real life. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, my singing voice has got awful, and everybody We should knows be on that. the radio. I sang uh, at my... High school graduation ceremony. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a great. It was a great speech. But I, I was in it though. Somehow conjured up 
the balls to sing with my awful voice in front of 5,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, friends and family and it was people so I respect. It was it so was, good. It was scary. But anyways, we're going to continue. Uh, because people don't care about our personal lives. <laughs> right. There's a website called soundsjustlike.com. I highly recommend you go check it out. The website shows different songs that sound exactly the same. And it's kind of surprising because while there's an endless, basically infinite amount of music to be made with endless combinations of chords, notes, and rhythms, most songs end up sounding the same. And so the example we're going to play for you here is uh, Fun's Some Nights, which was released in 2012. Um, the sound bite sounds so similar to Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia, which came out 30 years prior to that. So we'll play those for you right now. Are those, are those the four chords? Oh, yeah. The four chords. The four right. chords. The four chords. If people want to know what we're talking about right now, because <laughs> otherwise we're not making much sense, uh, there's a band called Axis of Awesome. And right now, I don't care what you're doing. If you're a surgeon performing surgery and you just like to listen to podcasts while you do that, Keeps stop you the surgery, put, put down the uh, scalpel, and go on YouTube. And look up Axis of Awesome, Four Chords. They wrote a song. Uh, they're a comedy band, trio. They wrote a song called Four Chords, where they take four chords that can be found in pretty much, I wouldn't say pretty much any song. A but lot most of songs, songs. Most songs are these four chords. And they wrote a song consisting of all songs in four chords. And it's really hilarious and amazing, and I highly recommend. We're going to quickly talk about a music therapy just because I want to get this out there, this is a cool thing that's happening in the world. I did some volunteer work at uh, a, uh, basically an Alzheimer's home. So people with Alzheimer's and dementia lived there. And I would bring in my guitar on Tuesdays and sing with them and to them. And sometimes they'd sing with me and sometimes they would just sit there. And sing with it, me. I noticed sometimes that it was really interesting. I could get a reaction out of them and kind of almost wake them up out of their, their haze. Uh, there was a woman there. And she used to play the harmonica, and she hadn't touched it in years. And I started playing guitar to her. I played, started playing some blues. And one of the nurses, one of the aides handed her her harmonica, and we just played for like an hour, and we waited to see if she would start playing it. And she actually picked it up and started playing harmonica that she hadn't touched in like, I don't know, 10 years. <laughs> so it was pretty. that was a pretty moving moment for me. It was really cool to see like the power of music and they're doing a lot of research right now to see how that can advance and help people that are suffering from mental illness um, or even psychological problems that are just, you know, stress and anxiety and how can deal with that. We're going to jump into some um, fun facts here. Levi's going to read them to you. Why do I have to read everything? Cause you never talk. <laughs> it's time for you to say some words. Uh, Speaking of not talking, you better not sing the happy birthday song because it's copyrighted by the Warner Brothers. 
but it's actually not. It used to cost $10,000 to use the Happy Birthday song in yeah. a movie, but it doesn't anymore. Apparently, it's not. It. I, yeah, they lifted it. I misread the facts. Mm-hmm. Elvis was a blonde. Around. Elvis was blonde. Uh, he dyed his hair black. It got brown when he got older, but <laughs> he dyed it black. I thought that was a cool fact. Also, he's he's still alive. Or sorry, he's not still alive. He's dead. He is hmm. no longer living. All he right. died. A hundred percent. Elvis is dead. <laughs> Elvis has left the building. Did you? <laughs> All right. Did you know Mariah Carey can reach the same octave as a whistle? A, a whistle? You should hear. Yep. Yeah, look up the video. It's insane. She yeah. Just we'll play see- a sound bite of her singing that for you right now. The weird thing is, it actually sounds like that. You Pretty should, good, right? You should. It, it's crazy. For a week in 1964, the Beatles held all top five songs in the U.S. charts. Uh, I'll go in uh, ascending order because apparently last time I said it the other way around. Uh, number five was Please Please Me. Four, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Three, She Loves You. Two, A Twist, twist and, and Shout. shout. Twist number and one. Shout was that camp I'm in Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. No one else in history has ever done that. Or even come close. Come on and twist the little girl. Twist the little girl. You know you twist so fine. Do you want to explain what the 27 Club is? Come on a little closer now. And let me know that you Do you want to explain what the 27 Club is? Do I ever. Ladies and gentlemen, the 27 Club consists of Robert Johnson, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Kurt Cobain, as well as Amy Winehouse. But there's just a few of the members, you know. Those are the artists in the music industry who have died at the age of 27. That's between their 27th and 28th birthday parties. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, uh, that's... That's the 27 Club for you guys. So music is powerful and may lead you to death before your 30s. That's not what they're saying, but it can because it drives a lot of people to drug addiction. Also, they think it's just a curse. (laughs) Once you get really famous and you're going to be a crazy rock star, you just die at 27 before you You know what they say. Once you get the money, you're scraping for that honey. Also, um, Donald Never Trump's going to be president, just a fun yeah, fact. Yeah, yep. Ted Cruz. Not that we're voting for him. We're John Kasich dropped that, out. If you've listened to our other and Now, episodes. Donald J. Trump is going to be the next president <laughs> of the United States of America. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. The joke uh, has gone too far. Way too far. All right. Wake up, music, everybody. Music is incredible. There is something beautiful about a pattern, a unique combination of sounds that can come together in a spiritual moment of self-expression and raw emotion. We can't help but tap our feet and nod our heads to the beat of the drum. Rhythm is internal. We breathe at a consistent pace. The heart beats at a steady tempo. It's within all of us. It is the universal language that we can all understand. We are the world. Because everything in the universe has rhythm, and everything dances. Lucidity. We are the ones who make a brighter day, so let's start giving. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lucidity, our website (laughs) where you can find this episode and all our episodes, along with our social media links and extra information, is luciditypodcast.com. Also, thanks for listening to me crunch over (laughs) over the air. Yeah, Ryan's eating. We'll be back next Tuesday. Hopefully this time we'll actually hit Tuesday. With a new episode where we're going to be talking about 
happiness. And happiness. make sure you check it out because that is going to be our season finale, season one finale, episode twelve. Uh, happiness. The title of the episode is "Smile Like You Mean It." Come check it out. It's actually a really good episode, and it's our last one of the season. So come support us, guys, and. Uh, be sure to hit subscribe button if you like the show and leave us a review on iTunes to let us know what you think. Lucidity is written by Ryan Muskin and produced by Levi Rainey. Our theme music is provided by George Watsky. Additional music in this episode was provided by bensound.com as well as several other artists that I'm not going Ryan, to name. Well, we provide some music. Ryan's Mouth. B- brought to you by Ryan's Mouth. The crunchiest and the munchiest. <laughs> I love Thanks you. Bye. Enjoy the rest of the music. It's going to cut off. So- oh, God. oh, no. Good one.